0: What is? What are you doing?
1: I was trying to should I have a drink. Hold on, one second. second. Right. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on one second. Hold on. <laughs>
0: All right, I'm ready. Oh yeah, so I went to a comedy show the other night and. I was with my friend and I was like, yo, I'm going to play this game. I always play with my friends when I go out. How many more X than black people? So, you know, you look around the crowd and it's like, there might be like more redheads than black people. And like redheads are like between two and 4% of the population. So the fact that there's more of them in like a random ass crowd, um, or there's more people with like certain color laces and shit. Right. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. So I say this and I look up, and i see a tall black dude i was like god damn ruining my game already um and we get closer it was um w kamal bell oh okay and, yeah yeah and my friend's like oh shit it's him and we we're both like he's just like normal ass dude standing in line with like his wife or his pupils and um you know people coming up to him and he's like oh blah blah he's like gracious he's like oh thank you and um my friend was like yo you should go tell him about the game i was like nah that's, that's a little thirsty yeah. um <laughs> So we go inside, and you know how a lot of a lot of the big comedy shows now they make you put your phone in a bag. Yeah, and it's just like you can't record in anything. But there was this one area where you could take your phone out and um and talk. So my friend was there, and I guess uh W Kamal Bell's people were also in there. So me and him are just standing outside, <laughs> and I like I look at him. I was like, hey, uh. I call him like Mr. Bell or some shit. I don't know what the fuck he's supposed to say. (laughs) And I was like, hey, you ruined my game. He's like, what? I was like, I play this game. How many more X than black people? He's like, yeah, that's a fun game. Um, He's like, how many of us? I was like, well, I saw a black woman. And then we turned around. We saw another black woman. And he's like, all right, we'll get together at the end of the show. I was like, yeah, we'll we'll trade notes. Um, And then we just like went away. He was like, mad chill, dude. Um, You know, obviously has good sense of humor. He laughed at my jokes. (laughs) Um, And then my friend came out. And was like looking for me to like introduce her. And I was like, I, I, I don't like no, dude. <laughs> it's was like, uh, no, nah, but she was like, she was like, nah, you should have told him about the podcast. So I was like, damn. So y'all got oh, a mixtape. I got a, yeah, yeah, I got yeah. a SoundCloud. <laughs> I got a podcast. So uh, the W Kumar Bell, we will cross promote you if you cross promote us. And uh, you'll get
1: like two good viewers and two new viewers out of that. So
0: that's the deal exactly yeah you know we on the come up definitely welcome to microaggressive two friends two coasts too much to talk about bg in san francisco it's jay from bk
1: so me and i know i told the story so many times but uh me and chris rocky used to have the same barber shout out to piper on uh decal in brooklyn and there was one day we went in and he was getting his hair cut sitting in a chair low-key um not really saying much to anybody except my barber and they were talking about this mike tyson fight and i had a really good zinger to say it was just me him and the barber and i didn't say anything but he gave me a little uh nod when he was leaving and that's my uh my touch with uh with fame. So yeah. We share the same stylist, I should say. Sounds a little more <laughs> a little more better. Is this when he was doing like the hardcore flat top? This was no. Um, this was around was it roll with the new? It had to be after that. And it had to be when Mike Tyson was still fighting. But um low key. I think it's hard being the funny guy, especially if you're a comedian, that's your job. But that's why at work. I never crack jokes on the first day, first week, first month, because once you become that funny person, then people lean on you to always have some funny thing to say. And on a day where you just don't want to say shit, then it's like, what's up with Jay?
0: Why is he uh, so angry today? Makes no sense. Yeah, and and then like when they realize they don't have a good joke, they just look at you like, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You, you, you see this awkward situation. I know you got exactly. one. And it's like, no, I'm good. Okay. I don't get why
1: you have to uh, smile. It's funny, in that Miles Davis book, his biggest pet peeve was black people smiling for uh, white people who ingratiate themselves. And it was like he would like you, and that would be the one factor that made him kind of secretly hate you. I remember when I was uh, teaching, and I had us uh, what do you call it, uh, not a supervisor, but an evaluator come in to review one of my lessons. And the lesson went well, engaged the students and everything. Um, she came and said, you know, really good. I learned something. I thought it was really interesting. Um, and she said, yeah, but you don't smile enough. I, uh, I think you should smile enough. It'll it'll warm yourself to the uh, students and they'll learn more and blah, 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 blah. But I don't know why I always have to smile for white people to kind of make them feel cooler or more comfortable around me. Have you ever experienced that?
0: All the time. But uh, so I'm a, I agree with you, but I guess I'll give you a little devil's advocate. Okay. Um, smiling is survival, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's like human... That when someone's like showing their teeth, like you, like like we react differently. So, you know, because maybe we're instinctively feared by smiling, we like take take it down a little bit. So it's like, don't kill me, I'm friendly. Um, but I remember when I, my first job, um, I was told, uh, I was told my emails were too direct. Um and I was like is this some like coded yeah. way of saying I'm an angry black person but you can't say it so you're saying my written yeah. communication? Mm-hmm. So they were like, "You know, you should just lighten it up. Maybe put a couple exclamation points in there." And I was just like, you "No, know what, what? what the fuck?" Yeah, but you what know what? Exclamation points make you seem angrier. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. No, not not if you do it, not if you do it correctly. Uh. Um but yeah, it was like so I, I look at it this way, right? Um you could do things to be authentic. Mm-hmm. And you could do things to be effective, yeah. And so there's like a hopefully you're in a situation where there's overlap on those circles, mm-hmm. um. Because if it's not, like you're gonna be fake, right? Yeah. Um. But a lot of people are like, nah, I got to keep it real. I'm like, yo, you could keep it real, but in this context, like, how much does it cost you to just like flash a smile every now and then? Nah, um. So yeah. what I feel like is, yeah, you smash the, f- you flash the
1: smile initially, like, hey, what's up? How you doing? This is me introductions and all that but then smiling every you know every other sentence or just uh, just
0: weird i don't know no it's fake I mean, it's obviously
1: you. fake and
0: you know it's, it's fake yeah. so why it's are we inauthentic yeah it's like you're trying to it's inauthentic and it comes through i mean you know my uh my my arch nemesis back in high school mm-hmm. i mean one of the reasons i couldn't stand dude is like you just hear the dude chipper. laugh yeah. like from like a mile away. And it was that like fake ass, like. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's just like, nothing is that funny, bro. So nothing it, is that funny. I guess I have the opposite,
1: opposite reaction where if somebody smiles too much, um, I'm immediately turned off by that person. And I'm like, okay, I can't talk to you about anything real because you're not being real with me right out of the gate. So um, anybody who smiles too much with me, ask me too many questions about things I know you don't care about. It's just a good way to, to turn me away, turn me are off. Are we, are we just like confirming that we are angry black men? No, no. We're, we crave authenticity. That's what that Ooh. is. Ooh. And then when we Ooh. don't see it, we're like, what's the
0: point? Why waste the energy? Wow. So I that might, that might be the, that might be the title of the, of the podcast this week. Mm. Though Not I good. will say back in my radio days, um, one of the pieces of advice when I was first getting on, I was doing air checks and stuff. Mm -hmm. This dude was listening to my tape and he was like, I want you to smile when you talk in the mic. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, But you do actually, you sound different when you're smiling, when you're talking. Um, And it was effective. It actually, um, I think particularly in radio, when you're just in a room by yourself, um, you know, we used to do this thing where for the radio station, we used, have like pictures of different like promos and concerts and stuff. So you would like see them in front of you and you would see the listener and you would like think about that person's listening to me right now. So you yeah, could I like visualize so. having that conversation.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and then, yeah, I just smile a little bit more. Um, I mean, I, I got the same shit growing up, you know, it's was like, you're just like an angry teenager right? or you're going through whatever. Like I don't want to fucking smile. Um, but, at some point, I'm just like, "Hey, this is just gonna get people off my back." And no, I don't mind smiling. But I was that kid that never, never showed teeth in school pictures. Man, my mom hated it. So smile a little bit. Once smile a, day, a little bit. Feel like once a funny. day. I know. Is uh, a <laughs> doctor recommended smiling? <laughs> oh, I got some uh,
1: some local news. If you want to hear it, uh, sure. Coded. Uh, so tell me, <clears throat> what do you think is going on in the story? Um, there's the armory in Brooklyn. Do you know the one on Atlantic Avenue going towards Bed-Stuy? Yeah, off uh like Nostrin or something. Yeah, yeah. Over there. Um, yeah, yeah. so they have a homeless shelter in there. And all of a sudden this article came out in the newspaper and it's talking about how park slope parents are furious. And the reason why is that one time a teacher was trying to walk her students to a gym or a YMCA and they had to pass past this uh, armory. And some quote-unquote deranged woman comes out, starts harassing the lady, saying uh, rude things to her, and then spits on her. And they also mention that some of the uh, spittle happens to get on some of the kids, too. So they interview some parents who say, this is disgusting, and we need to clean up this area because this is unacceptable behavior, and we have to think about the safety of our kids. And it's corroborated by another higher-up. Exactly. So um, is it just me or is it obvious that they're trying to work against this homeless shelter that's trying to benefit people who are disadvantaged in order to make it nicer and happier superficially for these uh, Park Slope residents? But it's very—it's a very hit pointed piece, a hit piece that basically just says this armory should not be here in this neighborhood anymore um, in the guise of a
0: kid story. And it's just, yeah, I mean, it happens so often, water. so, so way it happens. Is water wet? I mean, is <laughs> is ice cold? Yeah, but <laughs> um, yeah, it's I mean. like that I feel like that's what um that's what gets me about San Francisco sometimes. Everyone out here claims to be so liberal, but mm. they're actually like liberally conservative. <laughs> I mean um, that. Yeah. yeah. But conservative doesn't necessarily mean like right wing. It means one my interpretations is kind of afraid of change. And like always holding on to, like, well, it should be one way um, yeah. versus a little bit. If you're truly liberal, you're a little bit more open to different ideas. Mm-hmm. And you got people out in San Francisco who are completely like NIMBY, like, like they were hippies back in the day. They bought their house for like $10,000. Now the house is worth a few million, um, but they won't let you build something across the street because it's going to block their view. Right. Y'all have that and, camp and like, thing, right? Oh, Isn't yeah. What's camp you're trying to build right now? Or are they trying to fight I mean, against it? Yeah, like every day. Um, yeah, it's funny, right? Like they build the new Warrior Stadium. They're moving from Oakland to San Francisco. They built that shit in like a year. Like straight up built a whole fucking basketball stadium. you tell telling me we can't build some like simple ass apartments. Like, come on. Um, but yeah, I remember that, that corner by the armory. It was... Um, it was crazy whenever you get stopped at the red light, because that's been like yes. it was <laughs> hardcore, dude. And they, yes. would, they would come up and they would start the squeegees, right? And that was when Giuliani got into and became mayor. He was like fucking asshole about it. But it was like, you know, he had a point. They'd come out to your car with the dirty rag mm-hmm. and just start wiping your car. But they would actually make your fucking windshield dirtier. <laughs> and then they would like. That is true asked for money. <laughs> it was like, "Yeah, yeah, one, I didn't tell you to put your shit on my car Two, you just fucked it up." Um, and like they would just accost you at the at the red light. Like I remember my mom's, we used to get to that corner, she would like she would like hit the gas at the yellow. She's like, "When you stop in here." It's
1: like, "Okay. <laughs> I do definitely remember that and we definitely hit the locks when we came past. But um there's other ways to get to that YMCA. <laughs> like that's that's a part of Brooklyn. That's uh bedsty drizzle. That spit that they uh spit on the people." It's just part of yeah, the uh, I
0: mean, the I mean, and, like, you want your kids to know, like, they live in a city. You're like, yo, there's different types of people. Also, how about it, like, yeah, I don't want to get spit in the face. I ain't going to lie. Like, you spit in my face. Like, <laughs> we don't have words, <laughs> more words. Um, So I get it. Um, You know, but uh, you're, you're a father. Um, Like, what is that balance of, like, keeping the innocence of the children versus, like, this is the world we live in. Like, let's navigate it. I think that... um. <clears throat> I think it's important to be honest with your kid
1: and people think that they have to shield their kid from certain things. And yeah, you're not going to come right out and tell them, oh, uh, these are the ills of the society, but you point things out and then they make their own opinions. Um, it's interesting now because I had this conversation with little Jay about batteries and how batteries, they run out of energy and then they die. And all of a sudden, things dying became his favorite word. So when his plate was empty, the plate died. Um, <laughs> if the phone went off, obviously it died and then everything was death. Um, but I think that, I don't think that's a negative thing. It's a concept that he's slowly learning and then he'll build layers on and understand a little bit better. But I know parents who wouldn't mention anything like that to their kids. Uh, but people do die and things do die. And that's the world. So I try to be honest.
0: uh uh-uh. That's uh. Would you not would tell you your t- kids about death? I mean, I'll tell them about. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think particularly like if if we're trying to create a world where like death is not something scary, it's mm. like yeah, things go away. Um, yeah, yeah, and and that's how it is. Yeah, keeping but it light. How would you? Um, I don't know. What if? <laughs> what's the What's the thing that's like I. He's got to like keep his innocence for a little bit longer. Like, what will you? What at this age will you not talk to him about if he asks? I honestly don't think that there's
1: anything he could ask me at his age that I wouldn't answer. All right, so being honest with you, we'll role play. Okay, where do babies come from? A mommy and daddy they hug for a long time and make a baby. But you (laughs) have to be a mommy or a a daddy You have to be an adult
0: Your man's gonna start hugging people for a long time No, no,
1: no, I always put the disclaimer in So like when I'm walking around with a beer or something It's like, oh, I want something from that bottle And I'm like, nah, this is adult soda And you can't drink it until you're an adult He's like, oh, cool, and he just goes about his day Um, Yeah, I frame it in a way that he knows Certain things are for kids and certain things are for adults And if he asked me that, I would tell him But he really doesn't care about uh, babies He doesn't care about girls cares about Mario, he cares about macaroni and cheese, and uh, the simple things in life.
0: So he sounds like a college student. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <coughs> oh, music news. What's uh, that? Going on tour this summer, Mary J. Blige and Nas. I heard about that. That's an interesting combination. because yeah. last summer he toured with Lauryn Hill, or yeah. Miss Lauryn Hill um mm. and he was probably like she's crazy um she never <laughs> one time um but i was just thinking like mary J. she's been a minute since uh did we talk about this already we might have but anyway the reason it came up is like i got that email i was like yo get your tickets now and i was like do i want to see mary J. in concert in the year of our Lord, 2019 i don't know if she's playing the hits <clears throat> then yeah
1: yeah i would listen to her um all right. And if he's playing a hits too, I saw this uh, clip on YouTube of Jay-Z and Nas doing um, like a dead president's medley last week uh, for his B-Sides tour that they did at uh, Webster Hall. Oh,
0: wow. And I got
1: excited. I got am. And it made me want to see like the whole concert. And I don't know if he's going to pull one of those uh, Beyonce things and put it out on Netflix and try to get those numbers up to the way she did with uh, Homecoming. But I found myself excited and reminiscent so if Mary J. Blige is doing her old stuff and Nas is doing his old stuff, and they're not reaching too much into some into some of the the newer <laughs> the newer realms that they tried to get into, yeah.
0: I don't want I don't want to hear that yeah. verse Mary did on the Busta remix years ago. It's like Mary, don't rap, please don't rap. What was
1: uh, the song that Nas had on Nostradamus where it was the Christmas? uh it was the Christmas beat. Dun dun nah, dun, dun nah, nah. Do you remember that song? Let me let me pull out the Nas vinyl right now. Right it was next- garbage though. <laughs> but I remember and I was like, Nas, what are you doing, B? This album did not come out in December. I mean, maybe you next. recorded it in December. Yeah, but it's just it was just
0: weird. Like I don't want to hear Christmas in my all right. I got the Notre Damas vinyl. Yeah, this was when he was wearing the like Illuminati hoodie on the front. Um Yo, Nas got like a zit in this picture. Damn. I never looked at this. Uh, shoot, him up. Shoot, him up. shoot him up. up. Shoot him up. Shoot
1: him up. Shoot him up. No, no, no. Oh, All man. Right. He
0: had a song yeah, with Ron it. Isley, Project Windows. I forgot about that.
1: I just heard a good song with um, Ronald Isley and it was UGK. Really? And it was pretty mm. good. Yeah. I feel like you can put Ron
0: Isley on anything he's going to sound all right. I mean, that was like three years of music. Mr. Biggs, that that whole bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like Ron Isaacs on everything. He took over. He did. He did have a good run. He had a good run. But we still keep talking about this. We're going to have to talk about the aura. So we should should move move off this topic. Mm -hmm. Did you see? I will say one thing about the aura. Um, His lawyers basically said that he's illiterate. Yeah, I heard about that. He missed his uh, court date (laughs) because he couldn't read it. It's like, come yeah. on, B. And like, I'm not, I'm not trying to, like, he might actually have like a learning disability, like, you know, like, no, he does, he does. That's confirmed. That's, yes. So I'm not trying to shame anyone who's not literate, but mm-hmm. come on, man. Like, nobody in your circle is going to tell you you got to show up at court. Nobody. It's a, it's a sympathy thing. Um, other music. Oh, news. They, oh God. Oh, yeah. No, nah, go ahead. If you have music news, I got something else afterwards. All right. Um, you brought this up the other day. Uh got kicked out of salt and pepper. Yeah, man. For like the third time. I feel like she's always getting kicked <laughs> out. I don't know
1: if it's like a money thing. They kick her out, they divide the money and bring her back in, but she keeps on going back. It's been ongoing for like decades.
0: Yeah, uh, so like salt to- and pepper still tour, right? And they're going on to tour this summer. Yeah, they do all right. And I was thinking about it, because I don't know that I want to see salt and pepper in the year of Allure 2019. Uh, <laughs> you know sing and push it <laughs> it's like it's a, but it's, again, a it's a different meaning now when they're singing it
1: <laughs> but if you if you blend it so they were doing a tour with um swv so between the two of them you got at least an hour of good music an hour of hits that's good music yeah that's something yeah, you okay. can play i would i, would I could play a swv uh yeah swv an salt and pepper playlist maybe 40 minutes
0: Maybe forty minutes. All right, so we, with we, the DJ doing a warm up, we already got the playlist this week. We got Nas, we got Mary shit. J. We got we ain't got it's an hour. Of SWV, v. come on, Salt don't and lie. Pepper.
1: Salt and Pepper. No, I said between the two. I said between the two. <laughs> and you know they do the same song like three or four times because you get the. Oh guy yeah. up. And... Uh
0: huh. Because uh-huh. <laughs> it's like they got to stay on stage for like twenty minutes before they get paid, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know why spinderella keeps on getting kicked out
1: i really don't and they never yeah. say why and apparently they didn't even tell her she um she just got notification through like a third person that she wasn't on a tour anymore but uh shout out to spinderella that was my childhood crush there was a guy really was his name that was your childhood so around the time there was swv there was tlc mm-hmm. and there was salt and pepper and it was between left eye and Spinderella, but I leaned towards word Spinderella because she had, she DJed. so you
0: know oh, And left eye, you know she was burning out people's houses, so yeah, that too spicy. yeah rest in, rest in peace, spicy <laughs> R. R. <B. laughs> Jay liked them spicy when he was younger
1: um is that weird um, so we're talking about smiling and not smiling if. There's a girl who's smiling and a girl who's not smiling. I tend to find the girl who's not smiling and even looks angry, more attractive than the other one. What's the logic behind that? Let's, uh, let's analyze that.
0: Uh, I think it's, you, know, you don't need a PhD in this. Um, it's pretty simple. Uh, I would say you like people that you perceive have edge. So the person mm-hmm. smiling seems like plain vanilla. First of all, vanilla is an amazing flavor. I am very sad that they have co-opted it to mean boring as shit cuz it is not. It is very complex. Um uh. but in this, yeah. So you 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 see them as being vanilla versus the like person like grimacing, you're like, "Yo, what's their deal? Like what's up?" Um and like there's more complexity. Uh perhaps the-
1: I think it goes back to my initial argument that the person who is smiling for nothing just does not seem genuine. And I'm gonna be like,
0: why are <laughs> this you smiling is, so much? This is definitely like you, your, I, your worldview, like coming to, like you've talked about this all the time. Like you're just like people who I don't trust people that are too happy. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I, yeah. I'm not disagreeing. We are the product of our environment, New York City in the 80s and 90s, um, mm. where you know he got killed over a smile. Like mm-hmm. like I think some in I'm dead ass. Like growing up, if you were the one smiling all the time, you got it's like, what do you have that <laughs> yeah. I want? It's like, why are you so happy? <laughs> why are you man of color not feeling oppressed? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um nah, I think there's something to that. It's like you can't show your happiness. Um, which I think fucks up a lot of us. Um mm-hmm. it being mental health awareness month. Um uh yeah, it's, why do we have to always feel downtrodden? You know, why can't we have little moments of joy? Um, and then when we do have little moments of joy, people want to fucking call the cops cause we're having a barbecue or playing music a little loud or something, you know what I mean? Um, and I think people who are oppressed, you know, people of color, women, or, you know, if you're poor and like white poor people in West Virginia, you know, it's like people that don't have a voice, um, get loud (laughs) because they're trying to assert their humanity. Right. Um, They're trying to assert that they're there. And, you know, you have to, you have to respect that and you have to respect that. Like, Hey, this is their way of saying I'm here. This is their way of saying you have to pay attention to me. Um, And it could be a little much. Yeah. But you know what? We'll make them quiet down, incorporate them, you know, like make them not feel (laughs) disenfranchised. Um, But yeah, man, we talked about it It is like all these neighborhoods. um, So, you know, happy Cinco de Mayo and, uh, also first day of Ramadan. Um, uh, but yeah, so yesterday out here in, so the mission district is the, um, you know, historical, historically, uh, Mexican neighborhood. And apparently back in the day, like any weekend, like people were coming up and down with low riders and stuff, but missions gentrified a shitload. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't happen as much, but yesterday was a Cinco de Mayo weekend. They were out in and they just like, they would just take over the street. They'd take over Emission Street um, and they took over like half the, Emission Street is like, it's like to half, just like crazy busy, lots of shops. Um, but they took over, man. They like took the whole shit over. They had the low riders all up and down the street and it was cool. And like, I'm on a bus and like the bus is going slow, but I'm like, you know what? Like own it. You know what I mean? Like be proud. And you know, somebody on the bus was like, oh. <laughs> I just look at them. I'm like, yo you don't like it. You don't have to be here. You know what I mean? The same way y'all tell us. It's it's <laughs> like true. if you don't like America, go back to Africa. It's like, I can't because I lost my address. Um <laughs> But um no nah, man, like, yeah, it's a little annoying, but you know what? That's the cost of a pluralistic society. Um I don't know how I got to that vibe from you saying you don't like people that smile, but I think it all means. I follow. I follow. And I'm going to jump off that because you just mentioned Africa.
1: Um, you heard about the the runner in, what was it? South Africa, I want to say.
0: Oh, um, Caster Cement. Yes.
1: Ooh. With the testosterone? Yeah, be. That's an interesting story. Um, So the long- What are your feelings um, on it? Version. So first off, let's set it up. Um, This is a lady who's running. She is a female- uh and she has a high amount of testosterone and we know that testosterone helps you build muscle and build strength and mm-hmm. she's a really good runner and people are complaining running against her and saying she she is having an undare, unfair excuse me um influence on this race and we don't think it's fair so they did some testing they found out that she does produce high testosterone naturally naturally telling her i that think that's like, the key that's the key yeah. naturally exactly and she might, um, they're saying that she would need to take some sort of medication to lower the testosterone in her body to make it more fair for her competitors, which is bullshit. It's not like she's taking the drug. Her body makes it naturally. Yeah, yeah. Michael Phelps, who they have already said is like designed physically, anatomically to be a great runner with the long torso and the short whatever. Yeah. And do you have anybody saying, oh, Michael
0: Phelps, you need to um yeah grow a couple of inches like or- michael could you uh could you eat some more pizza before you get in the, in the pool uh can you get a little fatter <laughs> it's bullshit yeah and like uh, you know my hippie side coming out gender's a construct yeah. right like mm-hmm. we're all somewhere on a spectrum and we drew like a little fucking line someplace and it's not that she is taking anabolic steroids like the east germans were oh. doing in like the 80s yeah. <laughs> like stuff right is she naturally produces this testosterone um like you know what <laughs> the world is you know <laughs> is like if i were to go play basketball now against like sex graders <laughs> like i'd probably win maybe um but like i'm just in a point in time where that's not what's going on so like these other female runners you happen to be at a point in time where like your competition is amazing. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, it's funny. Like you look at like world records and shit and like on the whole people are faster now. So like Mm -hmm. the like 10th fastest person in the world, if they were born in 1936, they could have beat like Jesse Owens or whatever. Right. Mm And not born in 1936, you know, (laughs) it's like, this is the reality. Like right now, Caster is the best runner at 800 meters. um, And she naturally produces more testosterone. That's the hand that's been dealt to you like train harder <laughs> and yeah where do you draw the line
1: can basketball players um they're too tall like yeah, it's not fair to the short players spud web spud web yeah Did what he needed to
0: you know I don't yeah know, i think
1: it's bullshit and then they have the whole thing with the um the it's happening in high school a lot there's like one story of this uh transgender wrestler i think um identifies now as female, so she's on the female team, but she's built, uh, <laughs> I know how to say this in the proper way, so I'm just gonna, he's, she's please, built like Please try,
0: Please try hard.
1: <laughs> so she has, you know, some benefits genetically and physically, and she's smashing these girls. They have this crazy picture of her. She has this girl in a headlock. The girl is terrified on her face. And the girl, um, this girl, this lady, this woman, is determined to just like choke the hell out of her to win this race um this battle and it just doesn't make sense we have like you said too many too many lines and arbitrary lines i feel like it should just be a person sport an all-gender sport like if you're running let everybody who wants to be in that race run and the best person is going to come out if you want to wrestle if you want to do anything just let everybody open it up to
0: everybody because they have like they have like the senior circuit in a lot of sports right where they're like, all right, for old people, you're really fast. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like the even golf has like the fucking senior circuit, right? Um. So yeah, I I guess it's like, what are you doing it for? And like, maybe I'm not competitive the way other people are. It's like, are you doing it to win? And mm-hmm. are you doing it to just be part of it? And because yeah, you could, you could slice and dice it in a way that guarantees you victory. Yeah. You know? It's yep. like, I am probably like, I was thinking about this once, like, am I the only person from Bushwick who went to my schools who had my, like if you cut, it's like, yeah, I am, I am special. Yeah. Um, but at some point you got to broaden it out. Um, I don't know. It's, it's tough, right? Like we've got these constructs. We can't act like it doesn't exist because it affects a lot of our life. Um, but yeah, it's like the bullshit construct. Like why do women get paid 20% less than men for doing the same work? It literally makes no sense. It doesn't, but, but this is, and like, they should literally just pay everybody's name. Um, we just did something at, at my, at my office where we officially made, um, all the bathrooms, uh, gender neutral. Um, mm-hmm. and all it took is two things. We put a sign. So that we have, uh, we have our bathrooms that, you know, male, female, and there's a sign. Um, and the way our building is set up, we can't like build a new bathroom. Like a lot of new buildings have like you know, a special bathroom or a private bathroom, we just can't. So we have the signs and under the sign is a little thing that says, um, you know, we're a gender inclusive workplace. Um, uh, choose the bathroom that best fits your gender expression or identity. Um, mm. And then inside the bathroom, and here's like the only thing that really matters when you're trying to do this. Um, and this, I'm okay, it's not the only thing, but we have feminine products. And what was traditionally the male bathroom that you can so like, you know, on like the side of the sink, you have like stuff and in women's bathrooms, a lot of times they have feminine products. So okay. we also, we put that in both bathrooms. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be a bit like, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a big issue. Um, and ultimately, like I remember in college, you know, we kind of turned our bathrooms, you know, gender neutral. Cause we were all lazy. We didn't want to walk down the hall to like the, the other bathroom. Right. And like, it's college, you know what I mean? Like, you you know, somebody come out the stall, they were in there for a minute, and is that, you know, really attractive person, you, you know, <laughs> you got you got to deal with that. But uh, you get over it, right? Like, most people just want to get in and get out of the bathroom. They ain't trying to, like...
1: Hey, yeah, I hear you on that. I think our shower was communal, too, and I don't think I cared as much about girls going in as, as much as I did. I uh, wanted to make sure that my balls were clean. So... <laughs> <laughs> they uh they came in i'm sure they did but i really didn't care um people always anticipate the bet the worst in those situations they think that people are going to have a, la- a f- lash out what is the word they're going to lash out at the idea of having mm-hmm. these um sorts of bathrooms and these communal shower spaces nobody really cares everybody's trying to like
0: shit and go back to work yeah um i mean let's go back like 60 years ago it's like we couldn't drink from the same water fountain because God forbid you might catch black. <laughs> mean that late. sounds funny
1: for some reason. <laughs>
0: catching I'm black. sure they said
1: shit like that too. Maybe
0: that's maybe that's the, the that's the title. That's <laughs> catch the title. Catching the black. I like saying <laughs> Doctor, you got anything? I think I'm catching the black. <laughs> um, yeah. I was gonna make a very that's inappropriate I was gonna make a very inappropriate joke. I'm not gonna make it, but I think you know where I was going.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely.
0: Yeah. keep yeah. we'll keep it clean for the children. Because think about the kids. Think about the kids, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, did you hear about um we're talking about salt and pepper. Let's move to the next um condiment. You heard about mayo cello with uh Taylor Swift?
0: Did you hear about <laughs> You know how I feel about Mayo? You know how I feel about Mayo.
1: So <laughs> I think that was funny that um <laughs> They ripped apart uh, Taylor Swift. So uh, <laughs> Beyonce came out with the whole homecoming thing and she did the pink drums and the drumline intro. So Taylor Swift tried to do the same thing for some Billboard award and it just was not hitting the right way. Everybody was off beat. Um, so <laughs> somebody made a comment about one of her poses because she strikes the same pose that Beyonce does at the beginning of her set. And somebody says, Something to the effect of, damn, how can you pose offbeat? Like, she she managed to pose offbeat, and she really did when you see the picture. But it's just a blatant ripoff of, like, a true talent and then somebody trying to ride that wave. But it was interesting to see, and the response
0: was just... Yeah, hilarious. I mean, Taylor is talented, but she's also opportunistic, and that's how she makes a lot of money. I mean, she yeah, had a song yeah. with Kendrick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I what I mean? That. It's like, there's it no world where Taylor Swift is like, I'm really feeling Kendrick Lamar's lyrics. You know, they really speak to me. (laughs) She's like, no, who's the hottest rapper right now? That dude. (laughs) She
1: was the one that allegedly um, worked with Kanye West to give him permission to mention her on the song where he talked about smashing her. Um, and then she tried to say that she didn't know about it. She was unaware. And then Kim Kardashian came out and said, well, we actually recorded Kim that Kardashian conversation. Come out with, she comes out with receipts. Yeah, I respect Kim's hustle, man. <laughs> Kim Kardashian, I was just telling um, Mr. J about this. She is really trying to reform her old ways. She's doing that whole lawyer thing. She's talking about passing the bar. She just got somebody else off of uh, some low level crime offense. So that's like number two now. But I think she's really going in that route of her dad, that uh, lawyer route, social justice route, and I think she's going to switch her whole identity, her whole Hollywood entertainment identity, and go into this political I mean, thing. And honestly,
0: I can't hate on her. She's yeah, she's actually she's doing got stuff. millions of followers, like we said. Yeah, but so so you're saying I shouldn't be mad at Ray J anymore? Because I was never everything. Everything that has happened, the whole butterfly effect of the Kardashians and Kanye and all this bullshit, I blame yeah. Ray J. It all started <laughs> with Ray J. Or maybe Fucking he was Ray the
1: catalyst J. to inspire all this. I'm
0: saying so. I'm that sa- song, I hit it first. That's going on a playlist. <laughs> <laughs> that is going on a playlist. This is a weird playlist. This is going to be a very odd playlist. It's going to be like women's empowerment, and then like Ray J. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ray J, um did you see that shit? They like Ray J lost his dog. It was like this like little ass put up like twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, for, yeah. And then like heard about that. it came back like yo, I was like, I love my dog. Oh, it came dad. back? Yeah, I think so. It did. Yeah. Uh, or no, like did. somebody like they were like, I found the dog and it was like, Yeah, you found the dog. Um Yeah, I love my dog, but don't know he ain't worth twenty K. Come on. Twenty K is a lot. <clears> twenty <throat> K is a lot. Yeah. Um I but, mean, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's like my whole thing. It's like, yo, if you if you run away, yeah, it's like, hey, I guess you want a different owner. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of waste of money, not that dogs are
1: waste of money. I love dogs. Um, there was this video of a little boozy driving a car. I think the car got into a an accident. I don't know the logic of it, but what happened next was they went to Rodeo Drive. Got out of their car and threw twenty thousand dollars up into the air, got back in their car and drove away. Um, interpret that how you will. I don't get it, but um just another example of people not being smart with money and then you wonder why people are broke ten years later, five years later.
0: There's also like people are idolizing it, like, yo, if I ever make that type of money, I ain't trying to I ain't trying to throw my shit in the air like that. Like, no, I'm gonna put that shit in an ETF. Um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, you know, i'm saying you gotta so i was saying this to somebody last night um i have a great life i enjoy my life like but i'm also responsible and i think be. i think the reason i enjoy my life so much is because i have my other shit together so i don't have to worry about that other shit so then you want to just like have fun while out and i know that's a privileged position to be in but like uh, my personality is if I'm too stressed over the other shit, I'm not going to be able to have fun. I'm not going to be able to let loose. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, yeah. I ain't throwing money in the air. Fuck. I mean, you waste some money. I'll, I'll probably waste money in other ways, you know, but you know, it's like you go to Vegas dudes who it's a bunch of dudes, bunch of dudes. And they just like get a table and bottle service. And they just like, they're just trying to get people to see them and trying to obviously get women to come through and there and i i have friends like this so i ain't gonna blow up anyone's spot their whole game is going to places like vegas and basically the whole weekend ends up being free for them that because actually, and, and like they're not being so ridiculous they're not being exp- they, you know they're not explicitly you know trading anything it's just kind of like mm-hmm. we're good looking women dudes want to be around good looking women you will get into the club for free you will go into the club, and all you have to do is sit with these guys who have already bought bottles. And like honestly, you, yeah, yeah, keep going. keep going. I mean, making it's... me mad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do not like. Let me let me put this out there. Not that anybody cares. I'm not chasing after dudes, but I will tell you that a real dude is not somebody who's gonna like. Do stuff like that. I think it's very corny, and even the women who are taking advantage of it think it's corny too. Um, no, I remember no, back in
0: college, no. some people yes. really get into it because, like this, these people procreate. These people, like they are, like so. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. so vain. They are so vain. They like look looking in each other's like fake ass reflections, and like they're I'm so happy for those people. I'm so happy for those people. I just wish they could insanely. procreate less. So. Two stories. Um, I was in college
1: and something like that happened. I I remember when you're in college, you know, you don't really have access to the liquor stores and everything. Finally, <laughs> do you do you get a little bottle of something and you hold on to it and it's like you're yeah, glory. <laughs> so I remember I had a bottle of Bacardi. Oh, that I think I had with a, uh, another friend. I think maybe he paid for it and I gave him like $10. So y'all yeah, split so, the bottle? <laughs> exactly. Cause they were so rare and hard to get at the time. So we're sitting there inside like crowning achievement. I sent a piece of the, uh, dorm It's not room. like you went to college in Utah, bro. Nah, it was hard to get at that point. Okay. This was like freshman year. And I remember, okay. um, this girl came in and they were getting ready for a club that I wasn't going to. And they came over and they were like, Hey, what's up? And I'm oh, talking to this dude.
0: They tried to pregame um, off your bottle.
1: So, so, I'm sitting here chilling, watching TV. I don't know, like I know them, but I don't
0: know them. By the way, have you known you for friend. as long as I know you? I know how protective you are about food and drink.
1: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Those are the the primary resources. Like that's that's when that reptilian brain comes out and you know gets a little mad. So they came in and they um, they started talking to him and they're like, oh, can we get some drinks? And da 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 da. And they take a couple of shots and they're like, oh, okay, we're headed to this party. They didn't even invite this dude. Um, They just drank up half the bottle and I talked to him afterwards and I was just like, what are you, what are you doing? He's like, oh, the girl's cute, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, how do you, how does that work? Like, how does that work in 2000, whatever year that was, we won't say, where you just give up your resource with no guarantee of anything. You just do it to be popular in the girl's eyes for, you know, yeah. As long as it takes until she meets the next person to buy her
0: alcohol. But I mean, like, bring it back. Bring it back to what we were saying earlier about, like, celebrity, right? People just want to be next to celebrity. People just want to, like, take a selfie with somebody because it's just like, what are you getting out of that, you know? So, like, he just, his cost, his return on that shot was the five minutes of feeling like he was in the presence of a beautiful woman, even though... She was probably just like, I just want to drink. She wasn't like, <laughs> yeah. I want to spend time with this man. She's like, oh, there's a drink. I want to drink. And he's like, oh, there's a beautiful woman. I want to spend a little bit of time with her. The cost is a drink. Here's that drink. It's like it's like the reptil- reptilian brain calculus, you know? It's just like, this for that. And like, so yeah, dudes buying tables, they want to feel special, all right? They get some beautiful women to sit next to them, all right? And they go home alone and, or they end up at, um, you know, in and out at two in the morning, like everybody else, <laughs> Uh, you know, alone. So.
1: So what did you get from uh, Kamal Bell when you told that
0: little, little joke to him? Honestly, I, 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 I'll just. Uh, was that just two black people hanging out? Two black people hanging out as part of it. It it, it was like, it's like the head nod, but a little bit more. Hmm. It was a head nod plus a little bit more. And the other thing, I found myself, I, I know, I'm very humble. I think I'm a funny person. Ever since I was a kid, I I really enjoyed making people I thought were funny laugh. Yeah. And that yeah. was always something. So I was just like, and like, I wasn't trying to be like, right, I got 10 jokes. Uh, how about this? One <laughs> chicken cross the road. But it was like, nah, I just like, we're having a conversation and dude laugh. And I was like, all right, that's cool. Like, I made somebody funny laugh. Um, and I do that with friends, I do it with everybody. Um, but also it's just like, yo, there's two of us in here. It's like, look out for each other. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Yeah. How do you feel? Oh, you had a second story. Okay. That was your, that was your first story.
1: What was my second story?
0: I don't even remember. Keep talking. Keep talking. How do you feel when you walk by a black person and they don't nod their head at you? Oh, now I got a story. Is is it the equivalent (laughs) of, is it the equivalent of somebody not
1: smiling? So let me set this up. Um back same college, same college. I get onto the main campus. This is sophomore year. Very, there's very, a kid
0: happens. Been... It's the same college. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so there's this this kid that I see. It's another black dude. Um I see him and he's a black dude on this campus, which is not known for a lot of black dudes, so I see him, I give him a nod. Um every time I see him, I give him a nod just because he's you know, he's walking and you know, we're both here, we're doing it, going to school, whatever. We get to like senior year after three years of doing this. And at that point, I'm just like, fuck it. Like uh, we're not having conversations. I we found our own little groups of friends, pox of people. Um, I say hello who to who I want to say hello to. And one time I walked past him, and it wasn't like I was trying to not acknowledge him. It was just like I had other stuff to do. So I was like, I think I was looking at my phone or looking at my schedule or whatever. And I walked past. He would have thought I'd spit in this dude's face like a Armory homeless person <laughs> on, a, on a teacher in Park Slope. He got so mad. He was like, whoa, it's like that, it's like that. I'm like, what? What did I do, yo? And then ever since I would walk past him, he would not acknowledge me. And- Wow. I'm about saving energy and I know that Yeah, we had that little thing going on, but we never had a conversation beyond that. For three years, I can't get one day off without (laughs) you catching an attitude. Like, if
0: we were cool, we would have had a conversation. I gave you the benefit of the doubt, but uh, come on. on. So PSA for anyone interacting with Jay, don't ask him to tell you jokes. Don't ask him to smile. And he gets a day off for for head nods. No, jokes are okay. If you can make me laugh, yeah, then we're cool. No, no, no. But you said you you don't want to be the funny guy on day one because then everyone's like, yo, tell me a joke funny, man. It's like-
1: no, no, I don't want to be the funny guy. I have no problem with the funny guy doing funny shit so I can laugh at him. <laughs> but um no, nah, I don't want to be the funny guy. I don't want you to smile. Yeah, you're right. Yeah.
0: yeah that's yeah. that's so, in line with my beliefs. Yeah. When we, when the media empire blows up and we write our first book, um BG and J's Rules for Living, um, you know, this will be part of the uh manifesto. Like, <laughs> stop smiling so damn much. Um, don't ask me to smile. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and when i not when i don't nod my head one day it's i right. can you imagine
1: like being famous i cannot even imagine that being famous would be the worst thing that could happen to me that's People exactly what i was feeling up to you,
0: that's exactly what i talking was talking to you exactly <laughs> it's like because it's like you feel like you know somebody but you don't and they don't know who the yeah. fuck you are
1: and you get very comfortable
0: yeah. And that's why I was like, yo, I didn't want to like be, I like, I want to just respect his space. Right. It's just like, yo, dude is just here. Like, I'm not going to like go out of my way, but he literally stood right next to me and I'm just like, yo, <laughs> it's like, but I wasn't going to chase him down. Like, oh, excuse me, sir. I, I love your work. I love your work. Um, <laughs> but some people, some celebrities, they like that, right? Like they're like, yeah, they're sure. like the people in high school that just kind of like sit in the middle of the uh, cafeteria cause they want to be seen except, Mm It's high school students, so they're not that special. But celebrities, Mm -hmm. I think there are some that probably like that. Um, I remember
1: um, there was a situation where I was in middle school and I went to Cat's Deli. (laughs) And I look in the corner and I see this guy.
0: Shout out New York. Shout out New
1: York. Um, But not shout out to the people who took over Cat's Deli because at one point, you would get like six, seven inches worth of meat. I know. I know. But um, now you get this little tiny little strip of meat for the same (laughs) price yeah and people go for the experience of being at cat's deli but i'm going for the experience of
0: getting like yeah. my i want some pulled, fucking food yeah. like you a pastrabi. yeah like i want my pastrabi yeah man. i don't need to. i don't need an instagram of this shit i see it all the time <laughs> <laughs> like give me the goddamn sandwich
1: yeah that's why when i go there i never sit under that um sign that says where harry met Sally. i don't care <laughs> like i want to sit in the place was gonna get the waiter to me to get me oh. my meat fast yeah
0: is harry gonna pay for this meal if not, I don't give a
1: fuck. <laughs> Yo, put on Harry's tab. I'm at his table. <laughs> Shout out celery soda, though. But let me let me stay on topic. So I'm, I'm looking in the corner. We're about to leave. And I see this guy. He keeps on looking at our table. And I'm just people watching. I'm a, I'm a kid at this time, just looking around, seeing whoever looks interesting. And I keep on looking in this corner. Not keep on looking. I look in this corner. I see this guy he keeps on looking at me. And I feel his eyes looking on me. And as we walk past, um, he's eating his sandwich. And then we kind of walk out the door. And after a while, I think I went home later that day and we watched a movie, which was uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And I'm like, oh, that was that, was that dude, Rick dude, uh, Rick Moranis. He was in that. Rick Moranis. But he was sitting there with this look like, please acknowledge me. Please like, me. come and say something to me. And then I walked past and I didn't say anything. And in my head, I feel like I made him feel bad. But um, I've met celebrities like that who want you to see them. On a side note, Rick Moranis had a crazy story about his, uh, I think his wife passed away and he retired from acting at the height of his career and just uh, left entertainment just to raise his kids, which is something I found out later. It was pretty cool. Uh, shout out to that dude. <laughs> on a somber note but um at the time yeah at the time i'm like way, why is this white dude staring at me eating my pastrami
0: like it's mad weird by the way if we ever had to retitle the podcast i think you just came up with the best title um pastrami let me stay on topic <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, this is, this is
0: mm, fast moving stream of consciousness i'm getting back in new york shape <laughs> um, yeah by the way idea for I will be in BK uh shortly uh, what if we did a conceptual episode where we walked around to our, to our old haunts mm. in, in BK and commented that would be interesting and commented on BK and how it's changed and all this shit and think about it think about it i'd be down with that but is it an explicit tour or I don't walking know. tour I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It was an idea. Okay. Don't, don't ask for details and shit. Um, I'd be down for that. As long as we don't bump into the people that we used to. I know. It was, in areas. Cool. It was like, yeah, if we go too close to, you know, I don't want to talk to, you know. Um, but yeah. yeah uh, Got it. Yeah. A little I'd teaser. Be, be little good. teaser for the audience. Uh, mm. The, the, the New York Stay episode. Too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's actually the first time we'll be in the same place doing the podcast interesting yeah
1: we've never done a group yeah. one in
0: new york you've yeah. been in new york but never a podcast i guess that's the whole point of the podcast is that we're in different places yeah. um that's mm, true yeah well spatially uh, we're in a different place um i was talking to my friend she's like yo you sound mad new york on your podcast i'm like mm, i am I new york because so. <laughs> you're around there all the time because you're around there all the time. maybe maybe um uh, I right. uh, yeah. This has not been a coherent episode, but it also feels like it has. It's a very New York episode. It's coherent for me. I'm following. <laughs> uh, it makes sense to completely. me. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had what? a uh,
1: swim class. Oh, that's my new thing. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Like so black uh, people doing things over by me. <laughs> I know. So. As we've stated before, my uh, goal is to appear like a Superman in my son's eyes until I cannot <laughs> fulfill that duty. So he is going to swim so like, classes got right got like now. Two I just, basically, cool. <laughs> basically. <laughs> I hope he doesn't get in a rap because then he finds that I can't write sixteen bars, and he's just gonna like nah, fall out of love with me. No,
0: nah, dude, we we yeah. had some bars back in the day. We had like bars singular. No, we <laughs> yeah. had mad yeah. bars, yo. Yeah. Pull up the AIM conversations. Um, uh, yeah. I, I burnt those in memory. <laughs> Actually, you I still have those though. I, I still so have I think, some. Uh, I still have
1: some. Yeah, that'll that'll be That's a future what we episode. need to review. That'll be a please pull episode. those out. I'm not ready. That would be that. cool for the next episode. Uh, <laughs> we just revisit us. I don't want to go back. Many years later and go through our thought processes. It's fine. You can entirely. You can definitely go through my stuff because I'm sure I wasn't saying shit. No. And if I was, I can definitely elaborate. Many years out, but um, yeah, right. we went to so um, swim fast. classes, and uh, he had his class first. I had my class second or third. I realized I do not like water in my face at all, um, so I'm practicing that. So we get into the pool, and he's like, "Yeah, so we're gonna start with this um this uh, stroke where you just kick and ha- hold on to this uh, boogie board uh-huh. and just put your face in the water." I'm like, "What? <laughs> like, that's not happening, my man." And he tells Moment. me, to hold.
0: "How are you expected to swim?" without getting your face wet
1: so i think what happened was i signed up for a class that was beyond my range so i think there's a class where you sign up if you don't like water in your face and then the class after that is the class that i signed up for where you just kind of jump in so i didn't realize that so i jump into the pool and he's like yeah so just do a quick couple of bobs and we'll get started and i jump in the water i'm like it's cold as shit yeah i need like 20 minutes now in this 30 minute class to just warm up he's like nah believe me you'll be okay I grabbed the boogie board, and he's immediately like, "This is how you kick." Now we're gonna do some overhead strokes and all this stuff. So I, I did get through 25 out of the 30 minutes of the class doing everything. The last uh, five minutes was doing that overhead stroke, and I'm like, "Nah, I'm good. Skip me over for that one." But um, <laughs> I did have my support. Little Jay was in the crowd shouting me out, so
0: that gave me inspiration. Uh, I mean, I, that as was a cool. graduate as a graduate of Adult Swim Basics twice in the past year. Yeah, uh, I applaud your efforts, my friend um you know i haven't been to the you know if we ever did a video version of the podcast it should just be two black dudes at a pool trying to die trying not to die <laughs> uh, no man like shout out how to far this. Can you swim um so i can do i can do the whole length like maybe two and a half times uh last uh, time okay. i went which yeah um yeah i remember like the first time uh you know because you at the shallow end and she was like yo uh go to deep like you like she's like you're good you can do it you can go all the way to deep end i'm like nah she's like you can do it and then i was just like fuck it and i just like kept going i was like keep going keep going if you don't you're gonna die if you don't go die so i was like putting like weight like it was mad tiring because the whole thing you gotta get like comfortable in the water um anyone listening who knows how to swim is probably like these fucking idiots um but yeah it was and then like she was like wow you were really good i was like I'm so alive. That's all that matters. Um, <laughs> but it, I actually found it in some ways, once you're comfortable in it, um, easier um, when you're in like the deeper end because there's less drag um, in the mm-hmm. shallow end. There's like too much drag and too many people. Um, but yeah, like she had us like jump into the deep end. And so this is where my trauma came back because I the thing I think that fucked my head up with swimming was, I don't know, it must have been like seventh grade, sixth or seventh grade. I was down south with some family friends and I jumped off of the, um, the springboard and I had never mm-hmm. jumped on the springboard before. And, but you know, I, I was like, I, I was like an okay swimmer. Like, so, um, but I had never jumped on the springboard before. And my friends were like, Oh, do it. And I was like, okay. And I jumped on the springboard and I went down and I just did mm-hmm. not come back up. <laughs> and you know, so then the lifeguard got to come out and then it's like my friends are like mad embarrassed. Like, Oh, this fucking guy. <laughs> They're like that New York kid. Um, So I think that was part of my trauma, like jumping into the defense and like not coming back up. So when we had to do that, it it. was like, um, but then, you know, it's just kind of like, yeah, you you will naturally come back up if you let yourself and then start fucking swimming. (laughs) Just like get back to to safety. Yeah,
1: it makes. So that's the thing with me. um, And I guess that's what you call an irrational fear. Although I don't feel like it's a fear. I can put my head underwater. It's just on my own terms. Um, but the logic of a bodyboard floating, the, the idea of being less dense floating on something that's more dense than you, all of that makes sense. (laughs) When you get into that pool and that water hits your skin and gets up your nose like that, that freaks me out. Um, I blame my mom. I'm staring at a picture right now of my family. I'm looking at my mom right now with my, my eyes furrowed because it was my mom who put the seed in me about not liking water. She, she never really swam she told me a story and i'll never forget this i was maybe like 10 and you know it's brooklyn you don't really have a lot of access to pools i mean community pools but shit's dirty um so she's telling me the story about how she was driving in a uh train and they were crossing over a bridge and all of a sudden she turns around and the last cabin of the train is not there anymore what the fuck and it went into the water (laughs) And I'll never forget that. And I'm like, so what happened? She's like, oh, like some people drown and everything. And I'm like, damn, like, what fucked up. And then later on, like within the same relative time frame, we went on a trip and we went to the pool and it was my sister and me. And there was this girl we were hanging out with. It was a friend of my mom's, her daughter. Uh, she was a heavyset girl. My sister was floating on Is that on relevant a, to the story? It is. Okay. And my sister was floating on a, one of those beach pads, floating, flotation device um, chairs and this girl, although she was younger, she probably weighed more than both of us. So I'm kind of by the uh, flotation device. My sister's on it. And she thinks that she can jump onto it oh, and land safely like it's a, oh, it's a regular foundation. Oh, man. And she jumps onto it. My sister turns over, who was not a swimmer. She drops like a stone into the water for a good Ooh. five seconds, probably felt like a minute. My mom cannot swim. So she's standing at the end of the, uh, the pool Kind of in shock, but again, it's only five seconds to pass, but I have enough time to like take in everything. And all of a sudden she pops back up and <laughs> I'm like, damn, two traumatic events in the same time. Again, I'm still in the pool. I can have like be around water, but those things definitely stayed in my mind yeah. afterwards because I feel like as logical as I can be about most things, the idea of floating mm-hmm. in water is just like, <laughs> it makes no sense to me at all. Yeah. I'm- um. So I am trying. I'm only on my first lesson. Uh, we just did the boogie boards. I did do like 25 minutes of it. I did kick off holding onto the boogie board, drank a lot of water, um, probably urine because the kids were in there before we were. And I will have about seven more classes to go in anticipation of our cruise in June.
0: And I'll get into the pool and I might not get out. We'll see. (coughs) As we said in an early episode, I'll run, Jay will swim. We just need a black cycler (laughs) and we'll have a team triathlon cyclist. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So childhood trauma, uh, you might want to work through it in honor of mental health awareness month, you know, um, you know, express, express what, 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 what hurt you. And, uh, <laughs> no, but also like, uh, non shout out to institutional racism that kept black people out of pools. So, uh, yeah, I think a lot of our, uh, ancestors and parents and grandparents, like swimming was not a thing, part of our families because they didn't let it. Definitely not. So
1: definitely not. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. Also, shout out to like New York, like or non shout out to New York public pools, man. Like, um, in the summertime, them shits. I remember when we were kids. Like, they were like dangerous, man. Like, there's always reports of like bad shit happening at the pools. Um, oh, yeah. and my biggest beef with the New York City public pools, um, you know the Bedside Pool and um off of um, not like Casu or Casqueasco, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I forget the Cross Street. Anyway. Um, so my grandfather, the house my mom was born in, um, the city used eminent domain and took our house mm-hmm. to build that fucking pool. Bullshit. Yeah. And that pool was like one of the grimiest pools in New York when we were a kid. So every time I would drive by that pool, I'd be like, fuck that pool. Um, so yeah, yeah, you know, God bless America, eminent domain taking my grandfather's house. Eminent domain is some bullshit in real estate. That
1: really is bullshit. It's the Joker card. It's the Trump card. You can't do anything. Oh, don't use that word. Don't use that word. Joker card. I should have said Joker instead of Trump. I'll say Joker from now on. <coughs> president for everything Trump related. President Joker from here on. Yeah, on. Joker Tower. <laughs> um, what have we learned this week? We learned that Kim Kardashian is running for president in the next fifteen years. Quote me on that. And she fucking. I would win. say next ten years. She would win. Next ten years. She would. And then Kanye would be first woman, and we see first spouse, first partner, I first partner. First part,
0: yeah.
1: classier. Yeah. I like that.
0: Uh, we learned that uh, uh, Microaggressive is a very inclusive podcast, and uh, that we both agree that the International Track and Field Association rules about caster uh, semenaya are bullshit. Um, and yeah, bullshit. If you're gonna be if you're gonna be competitive, you got to deal with the competition at that moment in time. And if it happens to be somebody who mm-hmm. naturally produces more testosterone, that's who you're competing against it is what it is just
1: open it up to everybody like male female whatever everybody's running on the same track and the stars are going to shine through and okay. i feel like
0: uh yeah that's it it's funny uh, this morning i did a um a 10k um mm-hmm. and you know it's kind of like it's like this like running club is like it's like a fun run it's not like a huge ass race um and it's everybody, like everybody's there. And at one point there was this little kid and he must've been 10, he was smoking my ass. I was just like, you motherfucker. <laughs> um, and then there's like old people, sometimes the old people yeah. start running faster than you. And you're just like, God, God damn it. <laughs> um, and like, there was like this woman, probably for like two miles, we were like pacing each other. And I was mm-hmm. just like, all right. Um, and then, yeah, it's like, you don't, and here's the thing, especially with like running, like you really are running your own race. like that like old person could be like the most fit for my athlete. Um, so why am I going to like compare myself? I'm just going to run and like, yeah, I beat yeah, some people yeah. and some people beat me. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. Maybe I'm, maybe we're not competitive yeah. enough. I don't know. We also learned maybe. that um, I will not be excited to see. They got to be in their mid fifties. Now salt and pepper singing, push it. It just does not have the same. I feel
1: like if they were doing What a Man at a concert, you'd be dancing. that's all I'm gonna
0: say. I feel like Salt and Pepper at this age, singing Push It is more like for a Meta commercial. Uh eventually it will be. Eventually and I'll cash out on that be. too. And I support them. <laughs> yeah, you know. I what? support them. Yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by the <laughs> Prune Association. <laughs> Push it. <laughs> uh we learned some other stuff. Oh, we learned um that I am. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I was going to say something like that I'm as funny as W. Kamau Bell, but then that sounded kind of asshole-ish. Mm. Yeah. We learn y'all, y'all are buddies. Yeah, we chill. We're, we're two black dudes that happen to be at a comedy show in San Francisco by ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah dude, That's good enough. Dude is tall. Dude is tall. He sticks
1: out. He still wears his hair in that, uh... Yeah. The afro. like, crazy...
0: Uh, has a couple of inches. Einstein yeah. professor shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um... We also learned that you will get over your fear of uh of your fear of water in your face. Not even a fear of swimming, it's water in your face, which is it's water in my face. How do you shower? Uh, man? They need to
1: make like a- how do you shower, bro? Honestly, I put my hair underwater, <laughs> bending backwards, facing away from the shower. Um, stuff will trickle down, but like they have constant water in my face. It's just something I've never done. It's interesting. I'll take a wet cloth and wash my face, but uh I'm gonna work on that. And I have this seven is more lessons to do it or I'm out $250. $250? Yeah. What? <laughs> How much are you paying for swim lessons? This is like a, a whole summer worth, summer's worth of uh, lessons. I did do like parks and rec out here. It was like 60 or 70. Oh, so we're doing it at um one of the high schools. They just ran out. Oh, oh sorry. Out that sorry. Sorry.
0: I forget. Yeah. I forget. It. New Brooklyn. New Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you better fucking learn how to swim for $250. Well, I'm trying to, yeah.
1: I teach your ass for like 100 I told you my, um, my basically my second mom, the way she learned was that they said, oh, you want to learn how to swim? And they took her out into the middle of a pool and they just pushed her out and she figured out how to swim. And she said, I could teach you that way or you could try on your own. Yeah, I and think that's
0: considered child abuse now. <laughs> 20 years later, <laughs> 20 years later, I'm here. That's so how my mom kind of taught me how to I'll find you. my way though when I was going to school and I had to like wear like suit and uh, not suit, like a blazer and shit, my mom got tired of, (laughs) got tired of like ironing my shit and she just like put the iron and the ironing board in my room. It was like here. (laughs) It's like, what? (laughs) She's like, yep. I ain't ironing your shit every day. Um, so this is why I'm such a catch for women today because I can cook and clean and iron. Thanks mama. Um, except no one's iron no more. Nobody's not. Oh, that's the I other thing like we that learned. We learned that there are some women and men who are all about just trying to be seen and just want to be around. uh I don't hell know. Yeah. Around, yeah, it's like whatever. That they're the dudes that buy the fucking bottles in Vegas, and they're the the women that go fake laugh and smile and sit. Exactly, and if you're a part of either side of that equation, you suck, in my opinion if you're part of uh, so outside attention. of that equation please stop having kids just please it's like <laughs> that too because you make your kids so bad yeah i think it all it all connected we started out complaining about uh, people smiling we ended it complaining about people smiling i'm not smiling so yeah remember smile into the microphone your voice sounds different I'm not smiling. Yeah. yeah, I can hear it. Sounds, I can hear it. Sounds crazy. <laughs> sounds like I want to kill someone. <laughs> uh, and on that note, uh, we'll do it again next week. All right, then. Right, One. on. Come on.